rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. With MailChimp, you get a whole lot more than a URL. You get an all-in-one marketing platform to help drive sales. That means you can connect your data to make more informed, smarter decisions. And you get powerful automation tools like our customer journey builder to ensure you never miss an opportunity to turn shoppers into loyal customers. So if you're ready to integrate your marketing and boost sales, get started today at MailChimp.com slash smart marketing. MailChimp, built for growing businesses. Hi, this is Marlene with Miami Ghost Chronicles, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Stories of the Supernatural. Wherever you find us, whether it's a video on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform, please like and subscribe to us so that you can get notification of when a new show is released. You can also find us on major social media platforms where I give you a heads up about upcoming shows and which date and time they will be aired. If you go to MiamiGhostChronicles.com, you can find links to the shows, MP3 files which you can download, or links to your favorite platform like iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and all other major sources. You can find information for upcoming and past talk show appearances as well as new book projects at MarlenePardo.com. You can also purchase books and merchandise there. And you can visit my author page on Amazon at Marlene Pardo Pelliser. Due to popular demand, I'm narrating my true believer stories that have collected throughout the years in a new series called Supernatural Storytime. You can find links at SupernaturalStoryTime.com. If you are into classic horror, ghosts, and adventure stories, I narrate some of those at Nightshade Diary. And you can find links at NightshadeDiary.com. If you would like to read noteworthy news about the paranormal world, true crime, conspiracy stories, and anything that is just plain weird, you can visit the Stranger Than Fiction Stories tab at MiamiGhostChronicles.com. I do want to thank you all for being part of my audience, and I think you are all wonderful. Hi everybody, this is Marlene with Miami Ghost Chronicles Stories of the Supernatural. How's everybody doing? Good, I hope. I'm doing well. You know, even though you might not hear the show for a little bit because, you know, we stagger it as far as the release on it. You know, right now we're in the middle of a a scenario here where we're kind of like told to stay at home because of the COVID-19 scenario going on. So um, I know a lot of you have asked me, you know, we're (laughs) basically we, we, we have no excuse not to work really hard on the farm is what it boils down to. Um, over here down in South Florida, we've been having a little bit of dry temperatures, which is good. But at the same time, for anybody that's done any, forget farming, gardening, um, rain is so important as far as a steady supply. And even though we have a pump out back, uh, I'm telling you, and I've said it before, what the first thing I do when I wake up is look at the weather. (laughs) Like today, today I looked, there was supposed to be a thunderstorm and it was like, okay, Thank, whew, thank God, a thunderstorm. We're going to get some type of rain. Guess what? It never materialized. 
and I and over here I'm sure it's happened to you you'll get rain a mile away half a mile away and nothing and we did we didn't even get like a drop we saw the thunder clouds kind of roll and then they kept rolling along they rolled right <laughs> no rain so yeah um, you know we're you know we're stuck here working hard um, and we're uh, as far as you know we've, we've got a lot of chickens and you know we, we've in the community here because this is an agricultural area so what we've done here is that we're like um, selling some of the eggs like really usually you know I sell them for people that want them for for incubating for their incubators or their broody hens but since every once in a while for some reason there's a shortage that comes about uh, so what we've done is we offer like very inexpensive eggs for people that that you know that they are like egg lovers like I am and um, you know things of that nature but yeah it uh, we're doing well and I hope all of you are doing well uh, considering everything and uh, you know we'll, we'll take it as it goes along but right now let's get to the good part let me tell you about our guest my guest and this gentleman's name is David Sherwin He's PhD he's the author of three books and dozens of articles published worldwide uh, his latest book he co-authored with Diana Muntz Chen the title of it is know your soul bring joy to your life which was published in late 2019 now David has studied with two international mystery schools for over 40 years and has received specific guidance from its higher self and soul for the last 20 okay and um, I, I won't get too much into the bio because he, you know we spoke a little bit before we started taping and he there's a backstory to this and I'm gonna bring him on help me welcome him on and he's gonna tell us the backstory of how he came to be at this point where he wrote this book how are you doing today David it is great to speak to you and most of my guests know my format but and I'm so glad that we discussed this um how what is the backstory what is that backstory uh that you said uh is led to where you're at right now and and uh presently with uh with the book last book you wrote and everything that's gone on with you what what is that all about Mm -hmm. happened to live across the street from me and uh, for some personal reasons that were going on at that time I feel I, I felt I needed some help I really didn't know where a healer was at that time but since she was so convenient and uh, I was searching around I went over and uh, had a session with this woman and that started me on my journey um, of working with healers and with channelers to, um, to learn a lot about myself. And I got to, uh, this, this woman who was a healer and, and did a lot of channeling, um, answered a lot of questions I had at the time. And I gained confidence in her and, and in the information that was being received. And, um, Shortly, I guess in the early 90s, maybe a year or two after this all started, um, it was 
I, I re received guidance that I should sell my business. I was then in the investment business. Wow. Which, which sounds a little strange to some people. I know, but, that's what I was going to say. To, to mix uh, investments and spirituality, but mm -hmm. uh, that's that's where I was. Okay. And I was suggested that I sell my business. It was a little bit scary to do that because I had been in business 25 years and uh, was associated uh, or identified myself as being an investment counselor. Okay. But after a little bit of time of thinking about it and, and planning and whatnot, I, uh, I did sell my business and didn't really know what was to come next. But uh, I was referred to another person who also did the same thing, healing and, and channeling. And um, again, after working with her for a little while, guidance came through that I was to write my first book. And I, I was a little bit shocked at that because I hadn't planned or thought about writing a book and no idea what to write it about. Okay. But I was told just to uh, pay attention to my dreams and what would come through, and um, I would be guided. And so, however it came through, I, I wrote the book based on applying spiritual principles to business, which are the two areas that I knew something about. And the book was published in 1998. It was called Conscious Capitalism. Okay. And... Um, uh, about that same time, 1998, uh, I was guided to learn about channeling, so I would do my own channeling instead of relying on others. And I was also introduced to the higher self of a woman who had a channeling school. So all this coalesced in 1998. <clears throat> and... That's the year that I said my book, my first book was published, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it was it was somewhat slow going at first, but uh, after a year or two, my book was out. I got an email from a, a person in in California, who was living in California, who I had didn't, never met, didn't know anything about. Who introduced himself as a uh, Chinese a Chinese uh, uh, scholar, and this person said that had read my book in the library out in California, and they wanted to publish it in China. And so, you know, I didn't know what to make of that. I didn't know this person at all. But um, to make a long story short, uh, uh, my book was published in China in two thousand one. Uh, Again, capitalism at that time was very new in China, and uh, I didn't know what kind of a reception I might get, but I was invited to go over to China okay. and speak uh, to uh, various audiences, academic, business, and governmental agencies, and spoke about capitalism and conscious, what, I, what I term conscious capitalism, that sometimes People might refer to that as corporate social responsibility or social responsible business. There's a lot of different names now. It's called ESG. But the idea is that you treat shareholders, uh, stakeholders equally and, and give them all consideration when you make a decision instead of what was the traditional way 
to simply favor investors and make all your decisions as to what would benefit investors. Um, so, 2001 started a journey in China that has lasted almost 20 years. Um, I, um, after the, my first trip to China in 2001, I took another one the following year, and I began to see that the Chinese people had a deep longing for spiritual connection and had been dampened down by the authorities, but it was still there. And so I had the idea of bringing a spiritual path that I had been following to China, thinking that maybe this would be of interest to uh, the Chinese people. So uh, well, I was initially, uh, my guidance, again, most of this is channeled material, uh, the, the guidance is channeled. And um, I was told to this wasn't the right time to, to do this, and to just be patient. So I, I was, and um, uh, in 2005, my next trip, my third trip to China, I was told now will be the time to start introducing this spiritual path to China, but just know that it'll take time and be patient. Uh, now. Just to backtrack a second, okay. when I first went to China in 2001, I had the opportunity to speak to top executives in China, the local leaders, and, um, and in fact, my my book was widely publicized in China. It was my pictures on the side of a bus, and you know, all kinds of stuff was going on, okay. and it wasn't too long before the Communist Party got behind the idea of conscious capitalism or social responsible business. And um, it, it was, um, uh, when the Communist Party gets behind something, it uh, has legs, it, it, it takes off. And that's what happened uh, in this case, uh, social responsible business, corporate social responsibility, ESG, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is now fairly wide Spread in China, um, with, with mo- most companies of any size, uh, following a lot of the concepts uh, in, in the uh, uh, behind the conscious capitalism, uh, and that gained credibility. And um, uh, as a result, when I did my, I started to take the, the spiritual stuff into China. I didn't meet the resistance that I may otherwise have met. Um, okay. So uh, I was working both sides, the spiritual and the business side, for, for a number of years. Um, I got some books published in China that came from this spiritual path I was following, which is called Pathwork. And, um, and things were going along pretty well, although in China it's never a straight path up. It's always a lot of ups and downs, and mm-hmm. it's just sort of with things. Um, then I had a, a, an unusual experience in, in uh, 2010. Uh, and this has nothing to do, uh, nothing really to do with China, but maybe in fact it does. Um, one of my sessions, see, I've been having sessions monthly approximately with my guides and with higher self and soul. Okay. And uh, during those sessions, I can ask any questions I want about anything. I get very forthright answers. 
um, and these sessions have been recorded, and um, it's been really a wonderful experience for me. I've learned an incredible amount. Uh, guys are really being mentored uh, during this process. Um, so in 2010, uh, during one of these sessions, I was told by the higher self that um, I had accomplished a lot of what I was meant to accomplish, most of the tasks I had. And so when that happens with all of us, when we have accomplished what we've come to accomplish, uh, it's often time to leave, to transition, uh, to go back to spirit. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, I saw I decided that I should stay, and I was going to do the reincarnation in the same body. Okay. Now that's it's not, not a topic that everyone is familiar with. Mm -hmm. um, I covered in detail in my book, Know Your Soul, Bring Joy to Your Life. And, uh, but I'll, I'll cover it real briefly, and for those who are interested in it, uh, yes. pick up a copy of the book. Yes. Um, so essentially, we're all energy. That's all we are. Uh, we're, we're spiritual beings having a physical experience, but we're, we're really, in essence, energy. And um, so, if you, so you can change the energy system within a body. And... Um, uh, the the um, line of purpose or hara line is is like a hanger on which your energy system uh, is placed, and by changing that, you change a lot of the dynamics in your life. Sometimes it's dramatic, sometimes it's less dramatic. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a process that, in my case, took a couple of years, um, and different segments of my energy system were um, dissolved and others were replaced so that I in essence really was a new 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 person in many respects again some people have it much more dramatic than I did but in any case it, it, it's, it's the same process and it takes time and, and uh, while you're going through this process you lose it's very tiring and you and you're not exactly always uh, in balance, but um, fortunately, I was getting these monthly sessions where I was told what would happen next and how it would affect me, and therefore, um, it went fairly smoothly. As I say, I was usually tired. Mm -hmm. They told me to take a nap during the day. Um, and um, so, <clears throat> this process, as I said, lasted about two years, give or take. And... Um, and when it was finished, I was told I had a new task, and, um, and so to speak, was sent on my way for the rest of them to continue my journey. Um, then, <clears throat> and I did continue this, I continued going to China. So I said, I've taken, or maybe I didn't say it, I've taken nine trips to China in the last 18, 20 years. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, um, uh, I was, uh, I continued that work. I, I, I had written a second book called Conscious um, Globalism in 2005. And, um, and then uh, around 2015, um, I, was, uh, I was told that Archangel Michael, who, who works with Ayana Min Chen, 
was co-author of my New Year's Show book, um, became a guide for me. And uh, he started a course for a number of people to help them connect more closely with their soul. Okay. So I've been taking that course for the last five years. And um, in 2018, towards the end of the 2018, uh, Archangel Michael asked Diana and I to write this soul book. Okay. And he gave us material. Some of the material is never, I don't think anyone is aware of it. It's new material. Some maybe have some, uh, maybe familiar with some parts, but I'm probably not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the book was uh, published in uh, a few months ago, really, about four or five months ago. Okay. And it um, it it does a lot of things. One, it's a very short book, but it it has a, it has a lot in it, and um, it tells you it, it describes the um, origin, purpose, and structure of the soul, which is material that was given to us by Archangel Michael, and. There's a lot of personal experiences that both Diana and I, particularly me, have had um, in working with the, the spirit world. Um, I, I won't at this time at least go through all the types of experiences, but uh, and I think you'll find them quite informative and, and helpful. Okay. And um, uh, that's things are pretty much up to date where I, where I am, where we're out, out uh, trying to make this book available widely, which is what we were told we should do, and, and I think people who, who read it, uh, it it's some, for some people it's challenging, but for others it's very uh, uh, enlightening, and uh, uh, I think it's something that, uh, it, 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 really, it, you know, it really is important because it helps us know who we are and what we're here for, which is uh, simple as that sounds to say. It's no. it's uh, something most people don't have, don't know. Yes. Um, and and quite honestly, um, the uh, because we don't know it, we've created a lot of problems in this world, mm-hmm. and uh, the crisis we're going through now is an attempt to shake us up and wake us up. Right. and reevaluate what's going on in our life and what's important, what are our values, what are our priorities. Exactly. exactly. So um, so knowing who you are, as I said, our new book will tell you that in great detail, um, it's important for everybody. Uh, David. So let, me stop, let me stop there. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so let I'm me sure. ask you something, <clears throat> because I think it's so interesting that you said that your background was investments. In other, in other mm-hmm. words, something totally divorced from this field, if you want to look at it initially. When you got introduced into channeling, everything that you described at the beginning, did were you resist? If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row. 
proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network, Verizon. Best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks. Or did you have a, an aha moment? Yeah, yeah no, I was skeptical. Okay. And it was only because that I had, uh, had the opportunity to see that the result or the, the guidance I was receiving was accurate and was helpful, uh, which you know gradually um, eroded my skepticism. Okay. So, so it's, it's personal experiences really that are key to uh, to going for hog on uh, on this type of material. Right. So it was a process for you, and and you allowed right. the process to continue. In other words, because there's people sometimes yeah. that they're skeptical, they just shut everything down and. They don't care, but you allowed it to let's like let let the process play out. But it sounds like almost with a skeptical point of view until it, little by little, I imagine. Of course, it's you know sometimes I imagine it's you know it's certain things that happen that maybe you understood on a conscious level that uh, overcame your own skepticism. In other words, but sometimes the skeptics. We can be the worst. We have very high standards depending on your, on, because I know for myself, my personality is when, when I'm playing the part of the skeptic, I have a very high bar, you know, to, to say, to overcome. Um, because, you know, when you're coming from something like this, nobody wants to, uh, whether it's led astray or you just, you just, you, it fits in with your personality when you want to know if I believe this, there's validity to it. And then you go on to the next step, whatever, you know, that next step is. Well, uh, as, I, as I said, as I said, it's because over, gradually over a period of time, at least a few years, mm-hmm. um, I saw that when I had a problem and asked for help, right. I was given, I was given help, given guidance, told what to do. Mm-hmm. And that was, and, and that solved the problem. So you know it, it's um, it's easy to overcome skepticism when you see results that they work. Now you mentioned and something that you weren't channeling originally. You know, so was what? How was that? Was somebody channeling and giving you a message? Yes. Yes. Okay. For, for, for uh, the first half a dozen years or more, mm-hmm. I, I was uh, information was channeled for me. I see. And and. Uh, and, and that's the information that proved accurate and helped me get over my skepticism. Okay. How was it when you decided to channel yourself? Well, what, how was it, that it's, like? It, it, it's challenging. Okay. Uh, uh, when you channel, uh, you have to have a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what the next word is going to come out of your mouth. Okay. And... You know, it could make you look like a fool, and uh, so it, it takes it takes uh, a lot of experience and a lot of trust to uh, be able to do that. And it also, when you're first learning channeling, uh, what I've been told is it takes a lifetime to learn channeling. It, it, it's like any other skill; it, it takes repeated experience, 
And so I don't consider myself to be uh, an expert at channeling mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still learning. Okay. And, uh, and it's never perfect. Okay. Uh, even, even those that are excellent channels and very experienced channels mm-hmm. who've been doing this for, for many lifetimes, right. uh, they, they still get things wrong. So it's, it's, it's not a perfect situation, but, it's, but you, can, you can receive mm-hmm. the wonderful guidance from it. Do you channel only for yourself, or do you channel and offer guidance to other people? Generally, I do it for myself. I have done okay. it for uh, others, but, but uh, you know, I guess when I have, when I build my confidence up to the point where I where I'm as good as my teacher, okay, then I'll be happy to channel for others. But while I'm still learning, uh, I, I, I've done it, but but not not to a large extent. Now let me ask you: When channeling, have you ever had a surprise like that? You've channeled something that you're surprised at what the message is, even though you're yeah. channeling for yourself. Yeah, sure. And uh, and then that's that's the that is the uh, challenge okay. to be able to bring through the information without stopping the flow because you're startled with some information. Okay. And, uh, and, and that's that's not easy. Okay, what is it? Because what do you think that as humans we try to second guess things or overanalyze them? I mean, why? Uh, I'm not sure what the question is. Well, do you think that when let's say, and, I, and I'm not sure exactly the process that you do when you channel, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking where most of us sometimes, like you said are kind of hesitant because sometimes we want to overanalyze instead of like imagine letting go and channeling mm-hmm, right we kind of want right. to analyze the information like right. you said am i going to say something what am i going to say or what you know right. and uh because i can imagine for most people that that's that puts the brakes on like letting information yes. flow through that, that's true that's, and that, that's why um Trust is, you know, that's an important, very important lesson. It was an important lesson. It still is an important lesson for me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons why I think I was guided to learn channeling to okay. uh, increase my level of trust. And, and quite honestly, uh, my whole journey through China has been a journey of trust. Because in China, you never know what's going to happen. It's not... It's, it's not. You know, it's a different culture, and mm-hmm. different different ways of doing things, and uh, they do things at the last minute. I, I mean, I've gone, I've taken trips to China, not knowing who I was going to talk to or if I'd be able to talk to anybody. Okay. And 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 it's turned out that on some of those trips, I had the most wonderful reception. But I I went there thinking I you know maybe a waste of time. So you have to trust that that those uh, that the spirit world who is working with you uh, will take care of things, and, and that requires trust. Right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, and I know because you know a lot of people sometimes think of you know channeling, uh, or something like that as being more of a spiritual practice or spiritual assistance uh from since like you described you usually channel for yourself could you 
as far as practical assistance, something that that's that's uh, that you could say this was something that I actually put to work to use. In other words, outside of maybe a, a spiritual teaching or development for yourself. Yeah. Well, well, you know, all the information I get is is practical. Okay. Uh, if, if, if something is spiritual, mm-hmm. it has to be practical. If it's not practical, it's not spiritual. Okay. Uh, that, that that's a, a concept. Maybe one doesn't agree with, but is I, I found it to be true. Now, the, the guide that I've been working with, the my main guide, is it's in, uh, in by the name of Hermes. Okay. Uh, some people are familiar with the name somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hermes lived in, in ancient Egypt and, and Greece and in that area. Um, so, so he, you know, he is a font of wisdom. And um, uh, when, when uh, I channel him, I can come up with some that startles me or surprises me. Okay. And is is that? But, would you say but, is that your only guide that you channel, or is he? Just well, the, he's my main guide. I, he's your I've main channeled, one. Yeah, I've channeled. I've channeled. Um, uh, all my guides have, have done. I guess they want practice on their side too. So I, I've, I've done done it. I think for all of them, and um, some are clearer than others. Um, I, I, one one of my guides is an extraterrestrial. Okay. Um, and um, it's a wonderful, uh, it's a great humor, and uh, and um, and he's come here. And he, he came sort of uh, after a number of years, and he's here as are many from different places in the universe to to help us through the period. That's why he's here. And he's, he's an advanced soul, and. Uh, um, we have, we've had a good, uh, good relationship. Let me ask you: Do when you have a new guide, do you have a an existing one introduce this new guide, or how does that work for you when when you start working with a new guide? I, I, I generally I'm just told there's a new guide that's working with you, okay. and they come and go sometimes depending okay. on. Some of them have different skills, mm-hmm. and some of them have different interests, okay. and so. Now, some of them have stayed with me for as long as I know. Others have, have uh, fairly recent. Um, like, okay. for instance, when I was working in China with this path work, mm-hmm. this spiritual path, my guide is somebody who's very familiar with that material. I see. Um, so, and so, it, so it varies. Right. So, in other words, there's 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 a recognition of what's going on in your how can I say your regular life as far as what your yeah. activities are? Absolutely, and, I, and they're here to help uh, facilitate the accomplishment of a specific task. So, in, in, in this case, I was given the task to introduce a couple of ideas to China. One was the social responsible business. One was path work, mm-hmm. and and I'm and guys are drawn to me or come okay. to me who who have knowledge and interest in this area and and, and they open up and, and um, make connections that I couldn't otherwise make and in the book in this last book that you wrote um, mm-hmm. 
Is there, does it include for people that are, that want to follow this path? Is it, does, is it just anecdotes of what's happened for you personally, or do you offer some type of guidance for oh, somebody there's, there's that a, wants to do this? Yeah, there's, there's a lot in here that includes how to connect to yourself. There's a, mm-hmm. And this was again given to us by Archangel Michael, a, okay. a process for, for connecting to your soul for anybody wants to okay. do that there's um, uh, there's a lot of material about about soul mm-hmm. and about our you know how we interact with the soul and how um, the soul uh, guides us and, and or what often happens the soul has an agenda okay but we're here we're, we're the representative of our soul we're um, the ambassador representative Mm-hmm. So the soul has, soul has an agenda, and it would like us to follow what it wants, obviously. Yes. But we have free will. So we can either go along or we can thwart the soul. We can do something other than what we're guided to do. And generally, we, we, um, when we're asked to do something, um, some fear comes up. Because yes. the soul is trying to stretch us, trying to get us to do new things and learn new things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, from a personality level, uh, that's a little scary, of what course. we get asked to do. Yes. Now, the, the, the object is to surrender to your soul. Yes. Surrender and follow what you're being guided to do. Okay. But if we, if we thwart that, we... Don't listen because of fear or whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And the soul has some tools in its toolbox, you might say, okay. to help us to come around to its way of thinking. And it, so it uses things such as um, relationship issues or um, health issues okay. to, to help us to uh, be more compliant, uh, to surrender, to accept and trust. And um, so I, I can give you a, a story about that if you want. Yes, of uh, course. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I, I think you're from Florida, so you, you may be more familiar with this than most people, but there's a game called Pickleball. You never hear that? I'm sorry, what was that? Pickleball. No. Okay. What is that? It's, it's, it's big in, in, in uh, southwest Florida. Okay. But that's, uh, it's a relatively new game. Mm-hmm. It's similar in some ways to tennis. Okay. Has a racket, solid racket. Uh, there's a, a net, a court, and you hit the ball back and forth, um, just like you would in, in, in tennis. It's a little slower game than tennis, but uh, okay. it can be played quite quickly, actually. So anyway, I was playing pickleball one day, um, and I was standing about mid-court for the ball to hit, be hit towards me and it was a little bit to my left and behind me. So I started to back up to try and retrieve the ball. And before I knew it, I was moving backwards and I couldn't stop my momentum. I was, you know, I'm on a flat surface mm-hmm. and uh, by all accounts, I should have been able to stop within a reasonable period of time, but I couldn't. I mean, I could even think, I could think at the time, why can't I stop? Well, 
unfortunately, there was a concrete wall about 15 yards behind me. Okay. And um, before I knew it, since I couldn't stop uh, my, voluntarily, the wall stopped me. <laughs> oh. And um, I, I fell to the ground and had uh, some blood coming from the top of my head. And my hand was limp. And, uh, and to make a long story short, I was rushed to the hospital and they, um, and they gave me an x-ray and doctor came out and said, yeah, you broke your hand, your wrist, you broke your wrist in three places mm-hmm. and you stitches in your head. And so uh, the whole experience was strange to me because I was trying to stop and I couldn't. And I had enough space and time to do it under any normal circumstances. Okay. So uh, about a day or two later, I had a regularly, uh, uh, regularly scheduled session with my guides. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said, well, I'm going to ask about this. I, mean, I asked about everything, and so this was just normal for me. Mm-hmm. But I said, now I want to understand what the hell happened. And um, so the session began, and I started to explain what had happened to me. And of course... My, my guides know exactly what happened before I start telling them because everything we do and think is, is known by our guides. But anyway, um, the guide stopped me and said, uh, well, here's, here's the situation. This was no accident. In between your soul and your body. And so this... Uh, this uh, accident, although it wasn't an accident, mm-hmm. the breaking of the hand, um, and the uh, lessons included acceptance. I have to accept that, you know, that this is something that was needed to happen, and trust, and um, uh, re- reception. I have to be more receptive because with a broken wrist, I had to rely on others to help me. Okay. Uh, with, with eating, with getting dressed, getting washed, etc. And uh, we all have we all have a, 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 an imbalance. Well, most of us have an imbalance between being receptive and being giving. Mm-hmm. Sure. And one is stronger than the other, usually. Yes. And so, so I was being shown that being uh, it's easier for me to give than receive. And so I was trying to bring this back into balance. And this, this experience uh, meant to help me to, to make that transition. And, um, and so this happens all the time with all of us. We, only, we don't recognize it. David, David, before looking back in hindsight, before you did had that accident, do you think that there were hints being dropped that, you know, in other words, they resorted to you being injured because they had tried to guide you in that direction and you were resistant? Yeah, I I think that's true. I think I had some previous opportunities to get the message and I Mm -hmm. hadn't gotten it. So that each time you don't get it, they ratchet it up a little bit. Right. Until okay, so in other words, this was like, okay, he's not paying attention, so 
we're going to we have to take the gloves off in other words exactly exactly now and, and that's and that's what's happening in the world we haven't listened to the fact that uh, there's rampant um, ecological de- degradation that there's uh, that there's inequality that's uh, you know getting out of hand that there's there's levels of debt and deficits that are unsustainable. All of this is unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we have to be waking up. We have to be shaken up to relook at it. It makes sense. Are we, you know, what's, what's wrong here? Okay. What do we need to change? What, what, what beliefs, what behaviors? And so um, it's no accident that a crisis whatever the form the crisis takes, yes. is a natural event that is uh, purposeful and uh, we need to pay attention to. Yes, of course. Yeah, I, I, and I understand perfectly what you're saying. Sometimes it's almost like similar to, okay, well, we've got we've got to take it to this level because otherwise nobody's paying attention <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Dave, David, let me ask you, and I don't know if part of your belief system is in reincarnation or not, but mm-hmm. do your do your guides um, follow you through different lifetimes, or are they? Well, well, let me respond to that. Uh, uh-huh. I, I do I do believe in it, and I have asked my guides okay. for um, uh, many 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 times about whether I've had a past life with this person or that person. People come into my life uh, if I want to want to know why they're in my life. But what's a, what am I here with them to learn? Right. And, and I'll ask them, and, and they always tell me, and they tell me straight out, and it always makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, I see that. I, I know uh, Their personality, my personality, would create this situation. So... Um, it's really helped me to connect cause and effect, okay. uh, and that's what, and that's the purpose. That's why you might be told about your past life because it, it helps you to understand what's going on in your life currently. So, right. To answer to answer your question, yes, I believe in it, and we write about it in the book. There is no death. Okay. Um, and we go through in, in detail about how the process of dying and how 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 to and, and what happens when you do leave your body. And all that is in a book in, in some detail. Okay. One thing I want... Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain. Every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab and go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain. Every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go. Everyday giftable. Everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. To ask you about, which I thought was very interesting, was when you said that uh, you channeled 
basically some uh, an entity that's non-human. In other words, for lack of a better word, an extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Did you, because you were channeling, you were accepting, or at that point, did you balk? How, how was that for you when the first time that you well, recognized this was not the maybe what, for lack of a better word, the human, a human entity or a human spirit or guide? Well, I was told ahead of time that, that, oh, that, okay. uh, that, that our, his name is Iraq. Okay. And uh, uh, I've had, I think I've had some past life experiences with him. Okay. And um, so I, I was told about it ahead of time that he was here and would be one of my guides. And, and he, uh, he, I forget exactly how it went, but I think he asked to, to, to channel some stuff with me and, I think actually uh, some of my fierce channeling was with him. Okay. Um, he, he, a wonderful, wonderful personality and uh, very, uh, very enlightened, very advanced being. And um, so that's been a wonderful uh, connection. And as far as, um, and I guess I'm thinking as far as, you know, we, we think of ourselves as humans with a human condition. Um, is he, I guess this, you wouldn't know, but um, have they been around for a long time? I mean, observing us? In other words, being cognizant of our daily lives and then... They've been here, they've the, been here for a long time. I mean, if you, go back time. To, if you go back to ancient Egypt and, mm-hmm. and everybody wonders how some of those, um, how the pyramids were built and uh, things of that sort. Okay. It's, it's, it's through help of extraterrestrials who are more advanced than our way. We're a fairly young uh, civilization. Okay, and so... so we, we need help from those who are ahead of us and know a lot more. Right. And, and I was going to ask, it was my next question, you know, are they involved in helping us or is it more, you know, like the Star Trek, the Prime Directive, we observe but we don't intervene. In other words, we got to let them figure it out. Uh, well, we have, they, they honor our free will. Okay. So, uh, first of all, if you don't, if you have no interest in this, you won't be attract. They won't be attracted to you. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, um, and, and if you resist, then they won't continue the process. It's only if you really want it and, and you're open to it. Okay. Um, that. The, you know, the connection would be made. Okay. And, I mean, because this, in other words, so for all you know, there's still guides that you haven't met. You know, you, you it sounds like you have, like you said, some that will always be with you or that have been with you. And then there's some, what, that come and go depending on what's going on in your life as far as... Right. Being... And they all have different you know, specialties or skills. Okay. So some will come when, when, like for instance, when you're writing a book. Mm-hmm. There's some. There's some that are uh, have, have expertise in that area. Hermes is a is a has um, written millions of. I mean, a lot of books, and that's his one of his specialties. But you know, different people they need different. They need help in different areas, and so the guide that uh, will. Uh, be able to facilitate that will be drawn to you. 
And because I know there's so many people sometimes that want to know what their purpose in life is, you know, like that, that they want to f feel like they've fulfilled a purpose and they seem to kind of be adrift. Um, have there been times, and I imagine where, let's say somebody channels for them, as an example, where they get into this conversation and the purpose that they're basically told is not what they thought it was going to be. Like they think, okay, this is where my interest or this is where I think I'm talented. But then it really turns out that the true purpose might be similar, but sometimes is not. Have you ever right. seen, I don't know, either personally had that experience or witnessed anybody basically, for lack of a better word, discovering a purpose for themselves that really wasn't either what they well, thought it was going to be? I haven't had too much experience other than my own experience. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I was very fortunate that because I had this connection, okay. and I had this, uh, and for 22 years I've had this monthly discussion with the spirit, Mm -hmm. uh, just, just, just like it's a discussion, just like we're having. Right. Um, uh, that my purpose was clear. Was clear. Okay. And, uh, and I didn't have a long period where I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Okay. But the the key to uh, the key to figuring it out, so to speak, mm -hmm. uh, is to look at how fulfilled you feel. Yes. If your if your life is really fulfilled and harmonious and things are going well, you are likely on your you know, right track. If, if your life is not fulfilled and and uh, you don't feel comfortable, it's likely that you need to look a little further uh, to find what what your true purpose is. David, have your guides ever because it sounds almost like you have a certain schedule where you channel with your guides have they ever come through all of a sudden like that, that there's something that they have to tell you like you know we can't wait till maybe when you were planning to channel have you ever yeah. had that experience well because because i do this monthly mm -hmm. uh, I, there's no really need that I mean, they know that they have an opportunity every month to get the information and, and, and I don't think there's been any need to get something okay. more frequently than that. Okay. Um, so but, in other words, but, they've, never, they've never, you've never had this, and, and I understand exactly what you're saying, but you've never had that situation where you feel, okay, uh, whether it's a presentiment, uh, intuition, or something that you say, uh, I maybe I need to, I can't wait for the next time I'm planning mm -hmm. to channel. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I, I can connect with them and find out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I, I, I'm sure that I have, although I can't think of a specific okay. example. Okay. Um, so, you know, you have, they're available. They're there. They're, they're, there they're there for you. They're there and they're helping. They want to help you. And so... Um, the, connect, the connection will be made. It, it may not be the way you expect it to be made. Okay. The information, but uh, you, you can you can get you know, you know a lot of people get it in their dreams. Um, uh, on, on, you know, your subconscious. Uh, uh, so you, you just have to be aware of 
what you're getting and, and try and make sense out of it. Right, right. And I mean, again, I, I've spoken uh, sometimes to many people who are, um, they want it on a conscious level, they want the, the guidance, but then subconsciously, they're very resistant to it. Part of it being what you described earlier, resistance to change, yeah. uh, resistance to what, what, what if that's, you know, how, how am I, you know, in other words, they extrapolated in ways and, you know, as human beings, we're very resistant to change. So it's almost like they want it, but they don't want it. Uh, they, they're, well, they're, they hold themselves remember, back. Yeah. Remember we have free will. So yes. if, if, if there is some resistance there, nothing's going to be forced upon somebody. Oh, no, no, no. So, in other words, but sometimes it's almost like, you know, the, the, we, but I, I guess what I'm saying is that sometimes we don't recognize our own resistance. In other words. Well, that's true. You know, well, we're consciously, we're thinking we want it, we want it, but then we kind of sabotage right. that effort. That, 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 that happens. And uh, so you have to, you have to be more attentive to what's going on and why, what your motives are and what, what, what your, uh, what's happening underneath the, okay. the surface. Okay. And sometimes that's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if you if if you want this stuff, spirit wants to wants to help you do it. I and mean, this is something. This is a way the spirit can help you evolve, help speed your evolution. Which is which is the reason why I, I, I that, that reincarnation in the same body that I did. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 a way to speed somebody's evolution they, they don't have to leave the body and then come back again right okay they can accelerate their you know their evolution and and in coming years this will be more commonplace because again spirit wants to speed up the process okay now let me ask you for somebody because it, it sounds like first you contacted somebody who sounds like was a teacher for you and then channeled for you if somebody wants to do this, I mean, how do they should they go about this? Do you explain that in your book? If they want to meet how somebody they, that's going to introduce them to this path, and how do how, how, the question is how how do you right? In other words, somebody that wants to do similar to what you described, you visited mm-hmm. somebody, they received guidance from this person. In other words, it was it sounds like there was a few years that went by before you attempted to channel yourself mm-hmm. uh, that you were receiving messages from somebody else and the reason right. why I ask this that for, for some people sometimes there's also a trust factor um, is there in your book do you describe a method or how does we, the person have, start on this road in other words yeah we have a we have a actually a meditation that Archangel Michael gave us dictated to us oh okay we're making these connections Okay. Um, but if you really want this type of thing mm-hmm. and you pray for it and set an intention, yes, uh, you'll, you're more than likely to get what you want because spirit wants this too. Right. Okay. And, and so um, it's, it's easier than you might think. Right. You know, what, what's that saying about when the student is ready, the teacher will appear right. and... Uh, right, and, and in other words, it's and uh, I guess be open 
be open, which is sometimes people don't realize that for some people, despite what they might think, it's it's easier said than done, especially mm-hmm. when we're talking something as important as your spiritual slash soul, uh, things of this nature, sometimes that we put, some, many times we put on the back burner because introspection sometimes is a difficult thing to achieve. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. since everybody's trying to multitask all the time, unfortunately. Right. Well, you, you got to quiet down and, mm-hmm. and, and, and put what's important, make it a priority. Yes. Um, and, you know, that, so that is, those are important prerequisites. Absolutely. Uh, but yes. if you do that, I think you, you're likely to be successful. Yes, set it aside. Because spirit wants the same thing. Spirit wants to have to help us. Yes, yes, and that's that's one of the most important things that um, sometimes we we think it's always it's an, an uphill kind of endeavor when in reality it's not as uphill or as steep as we think or you know want right. to believe. And, and I want to say sometimes there's like you know there's just this this idea that spiritual awakening has got to be like you know uh, really difficult and you know. Uh, how can I say that it's wrenching? And I think that sometimes that's not the case. Yes, it's well. It, ta- it takes some discipline, mm-hmm. and it takes an intention, right? Uh, and, a, and a focus. And, uh, but but if you have that, then it, it'll come reasonably uh, easily. Okay, right. But but I'm sure also there's got to be some type of agreement within you that you yourself realize even if I have to do certain things whether it's be still or set a time aside that there's there's something on a soul level that is in agreement with this like you said because of the free will that that's always you know recognized for each individual person right. um, I mean and, I'm sure go ahead no 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 and and at the pace that what the person's ready for, in other words. Somebody. Right, right. But again, what's going on today mm-hmm. is that we're being, uh, we're forced to to stay in our houses in those cases. And, yes. And, and cut back all the things we're multitasking doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, there's a reason for that. And it's, it's forcing us to... You know, be introspective and to slow down and to focus yes. and to look at our beliefs and see which ones are accurate and which ones aren't. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and um, so what's happening today is important and, and purposeful. Yes, yes. I think a lot of people are are having that, whether it's voluntary or kind of in a way forced because like of that introspection or, you know, just whatever the case might be, I think a lot of people are doing that Mm self-examination and determining that. Um, And I hate to say it, sometimes even born out of fear because of what's happened or happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Almost like in a similar way of what you described when you had that accident and you went into the wall, that as you described it, it's almost like a similar thing where it's, you can't ignore it. It's difficult to mm-hmm. ignore. How can you? Um, it's just happening on a very large scale and overall right. 
huge, well, worldwide scale. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, David, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Let me ask you for, uh, I'm going to have a link to your website on the credits of the show, but for my podcast listeners, what is your website address? My website is uh, www.consciousthinking.com. Dot com. Okay. Are do you? I know you just said that you published this last book at the end of two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Are you working on any new projects or anything now for this year, next year? Well, I'm I'm trying to get this book out into the world because mm-hmm. a lot of the information in there is needed. Yes. And so that's that's been a focus for me. Um, and uh, while I'm doing that, so doing some stuff in China, and I, I write a. A, a blog for the Times of India that okay. people might be interested in. It, it, it has a lot of good, a lot of good material on it. It's called the website for Times of India is called Speaking Tree. Okay. Speaking Tree dot i n for India. Okay. Exactly. And, it, and and then put backslash David dash Schwerin dash okay. blogs, and I have about close to a hundred things I've written about. Uh, spirituality, business, the whole ball of wax, politics. Oh, really? Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Let me ask just out of, just in case, do you have links from your website if anybody wanted to jump over to this blog? Or do they have to go? Yes, on my my, uh, website is a a link to this blog. I see. Perfect. Perfect. Which is, maybe for some people it'll be easier for them to just jump over from from a link, from a hyperlink. Right. Again, David, thank you so very much, and I want to wish you the best of luck for this year and the coming years, and especially now for the launch of this book. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Wow. Food for thought. And you know what's funny? (laughs) That um, when I contacted David to come on the show there was nothing on the horizon nothing having to do with what's going on with COVID-19 with the relationship with China nothing nothing this was strictly 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 my interest was in the nature of his especially his last book you know of channeling and uh you know self-knowledge spiritual self-knowledge because basically you know that saying to thine own self be true it's almost part part of it is that and of course um that is something so individual but sometimes people want to compare themselves to other people and everybody's different everybody's the mechanics of their mind their soul their experience their life experiences what they're ready for uh emotionally spiritually everybody's like you cannot replicate one thing but for one person and expect the same at another. And there's people, uh, when they start doing spiritual work, that sometimes for years they kind of go like a snail's pace because maybe they're working something through and then uh, and then they, they, they go through this thing of where they, they flow and it slows down. It depends. A lot of it depends on our individual makeup on all levels. Uh, and... I find that because I, I've spoken to a lot of people that 
like I said, they, they go through that, um, I want to find my purpose, uh, they want to develop themselves spiritually, they find, you know, I've been paying too much attention to the physical. When I mean the physical, I mean exactly what we described, too much multitasking, too much of the, 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 the outside and not enough on the inside. And sometimes one of two things, either they really never have thought it's important or they think it's important, but it's just now I never had enough time for it. You know, like my God, and you would think even setting aside time, some people, you know, it depends on whether their personality is that they're driven. Some people just don't have the time because there's things going on in their life. They have a family or they have a job that demands or both um even a few extra minutes for stuff something along those lines just just can't wedge it in and the truth is despite how much they think it's important it they don't make it important because we all know perfectly well that when something is really important to you you make time for it whatever the circumstances are so again, a lot of people have that moment where they make that decision either voluntarily or sometimes something happens to them health-wise or they have that, how can I tell, the epiphany, they have an experience. In his case, uh, which we don't know, you know, but they, they, they start talking to somebody and they're skeptical. And then conversations take place where that skepticism little by little is eroded. And what he described, which is I think very important, where the feelings that you get from it are positive, okay, are positive. Um, because I absolutely agree with what he's saying. Our spiritual development is to help us it's not to hinder us or make us feel bad. It might make us feel uncomfortable sometimes. There's a big difference between feeling uncomfortable, especially if we have to trust uh, or do something that we're not, you know, like, oh my, you know, like when you go the first day to a new job that you're like, ah, oh. that's different from feeling bad. Some spiritual work is not supposed to make you feel bad or fearful or uh, oh my God, this is a big mistake. No, sometimes you have to trust, but how can I say there's something in you that feels better for what you're doing? Uh, and it develops you. It develops you. Again, a little bit like well, when you go to the gym the first few times, the next day you're walking around like going, oh, oh my God. You know, you're resistant, you're, you're kind of in pain, you have to force yourself, and then all of a sudden there comes a point where you start seeing the benefits of it, and you don't, you're not resistant, the resistance starts to fade away. And there's a part of you that recognizes that this is good for you. You feel good, your soul feels good, spiritually. Um, and you start looking forward, like he was describing, maybe to those moments when you still yourself, uh, and, you know, some people look at it, you know, med uh, meditation, other people see it as moments of prayer. Uh, 
because let's face it i mean sometimes uh it seems that and, and, and like i said i've had uh, conversations with people where they which is why i asked them they really want to have that introspection whether it's what what's called the higher self or a guide or whatever but they're afraid of like that they're fooling themselves like is this real and, and i'm going to give you for instance the same thing when i would do regression hypnosis for reincarnation with people and people were very resistant because they were thinking am i making this up what is this you know whatever is going on and especially with clients who have never done hypnosis or anything like that it, it as a matter of fact, most of my regression, I would tell them you need to come back at least twice, if they, especially if they've never had uh, experiences with hypnosis. Because even the most unanalytical person um, always tries to second guess themselves as to, oh, am I making this all up? Is this all in my head? And I say, okay, what's the worst? Just let go, let go. It's almost like, okay, um, you go now and you go to the theater and you're going to go see some, you know, totally way out, you know, movie, you know, storyline that's like, come on. But you suspend your disbelief and you enjoy it. And there's a part of you that has to ha a ch a let go, suspend your disbelief. In other words, see where it takes you. Nothing bad is going to happen. Okay. And I think that sometimes when we do that is when you start getting feedback about something that rings true inside of you similar to what he was describing where um the feedback you get or the advice that you're getting from this higher self as a matter of fact i i did do um some hypnosis uh which were not necessarily regression uh which were to help the person meet their higher selves and it was a process. It was a process to help this person uh, have that conversation. Uh, and it's tailored a certain way so that your mind is accepting of it. Almost like a story. You know when somebody's telling you a story and you follow along and there's like a, not a buildup, but there's a gradual introduction of things so that your mind doesn't go, what? this is like no and all of a sudden but yeah I, I, I had I've done that type of uh, hypnosis work and some people like I said would have an aha moment right then and there some people were really surprised to see is it, it your higher self is supposed to be you a higher form of you which is guides you in the sense of knowing you without all the, the 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 junk you know almost like if you say this is my own best friend this is the person the you without the doubts the lack of confidence the you know that self-talk negative self-talk that we give almost like if you want to be your own best friend but this is the you that's not held back by messages that we've gotten since we were kids and then you know besides that then we have our guides and i mean i did uh i did hypnosis sessions with people to meet their guides and you'd be surprised who would come out to be their guides um 
they were very surprised again because people have sometimes preconceived ideas of who their guide is going to be or what uh and then other people were not surprised they did be like that i've i've dreamt of this person or this figure or of things of this nature it's 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 extraordinary sometimes and uh again you know i've had people say well i want to believe this is my guide but how do i know this is just not something that i like you know i dreamt up like my imagination just i said i'll tell you what your guide is never going to ask you to do something which you think is wrong, which is bad, which is going to make you feel bad or fearful or anything of that nature. It just does not work. They might tell you um, something like what David described, where he was, sounds like he was involved in investments and he was given advice to let that go and sell his business. And... There's some, there's times that things that you're told to do are scary. And for some people it's different. Some people jump on the bandwagon, depends also on the trust factor. Some people are like, oh, I need to really think about this because they're like, they've got their financial uh, concerns. Like, ah, uh, you know, do I trust myself enough? Other people, it's slow and it's gradual. But, in, and, and I guess what I'm saying is, they're never there's never a moment where you say oh okay yeah that sounds great but i don't know if i'm ready they're, they're kind of patient with you it's not like okay you know you didn't follow our instructions you know, it's not going to happen that way okay the idea is to move you along a certain path to help you achieve or develop yourself spiritually and again everybody's different Everybody's different. You know, that's why not everybody's walking around enlightened. Because everybody's at a different level. Everybody's had working out different things. And, you know, there's the school of thought in reincarnation that you uh, are surrounded more or less with the same people from from other lifetimes. And you're, you're still, you still are working out certain things with certain individuals. I'm sure there's new people that come into the mix and others that don't need to be around anymore. But the the idea is that you're the it's almost it's almost like you're the only student. Don't worry about it. It's not like the teacher's gonna say, "Hey, you know, you're holding up the class. <laughs> Hurry up." No, you are that one student as far as your soul development is concerned whether it's with your higher self and with guides and whatever that you using to develop yourself, uh, that's it. It's just you. You know, you're not, you're not being, uh, how can I say, compared to, well, so-and-so is doing so well. How come you're not? You know, you know haven't you ever heard, you know, that, 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 that conversation where parents have, well, little Johnny or little Betty or whoever, your brother, your sister, your cousin, they're doing so well. Why can't you? 
don't worry about that. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's like no, nobody's gonna come and use the 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 measurement yardstick. Like, um, why aren't you? And yeah, um, there are times that certain things happen uh, where and. You know, and here I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down the different, uh, and everybody's different. I'm talking for myself only. I personally don't think that negative things happened to get you to pay attention. They don't. They just don't. They just don't. You know, I, I've, I, because I, I've heard of people things happening to them and they start questioning all that this bad thing happened. I fell and I broke my leg. I don't know, whatever. This is just a for instance. What, what am I missing? And it's like, maybe you're not missing anything. Maybe you just fell down and broke your leg. I mean, it happens. In other words, not everything is going to be tied into like, hey, you were missing, uh, 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 uh. You, you, there's something you're resistant to that you're just like, and this is the only way we're going to get you. So we're going to get you a broken leg. So now that you're, you can't get out of bed and, you're going to be more introspective and meditative. No, I personally don't think that. I don't, that's not my personal belief. Why? Because every, um, I think sometimes certain, they, 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 they sometimes, you know how the tapping on the shoulder, trying to get your attention, trying to get your attention, trying to get your attention. Yes, I do believe that that happens. And, Sometimes people, they, it goes from intuition, ignoring your intuition, even having dreams, okay? Uh, ignoring, you know, that head in the sand kind of deal. Uh, I, I know that some people uh, believe that uh, sometimes we even develop physical illness in our bodies when we refuse to listen to something that needs to be expressed. Now, my point being, I believe that that usually happens when there's been trauma for that person and they've not dealt with it. They haven't recognized it. They haven't worked out spiritual, physically, mentally. They kind of have forgotten about it consciously or they just they don't deal with it and that trauma will surface in the body sooner or later depending on what happened but as far as spiritual growth um i think there's 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 that free will part that in other words you don't get punished for using your free will and sometimes being scared or ignoring ignoring stuff because it's almost like that moment has to be right for you to say, how can I say, do it. Even though you're scared, not because, but not because something happened to you. And hey, now we got your attention. Mm, no, not, I, I, not for spiritual development. Because I think that there's that higher, that higher you, that there's a timing in it. And here's Marlene's uh, aha moment. Everybody always thinks that you have that moment, that epiphany, that, woo, I get it, the light bulb. 
after something bad happens or 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 a health crisis or you know something uh in some cases you're getting older um whatever for some people yes but you know what there's a lot of people when that awakening that total awakening or that total surrender comes about i want to say <laughs> in the most commonplace ways that that there's a something that just happens that it's been happening it's gradual and then it just flowers okay it flowers if you want to think of a flowering bush or let's say a rose whatever let's use the rose whatever it's an example and you plant it and it grows and it's flower you know it's not flowering but it's growing and it's and it's flourishing and then one day it actually flowers that that in that flowers but there's no trauma there's no crisis there's no uh, moment of uh, uh, you know something horrible happening that f forces you to confront and have that spiritual awakening there's a lot of times that that's not the way it happens okay sometimes it's an, an acknowledgement that surrender has always been there and finally culminates little by little little by little this thing here this thing there um sometimes it's even being thankful for the good things you have which brings you to that moment of the that that things are good that spirit is there to help me that um i might not have all the answers i hope i'm doing my purpose in life and i'm figuring it out as i go and that you give yourself a certain um how can i say it a certain amount of trust that you're going to figure it out and it's a process i i i, I don't always think that those things come about because of um uh, you know how sometimes it's portrayed you know uh, I, I mean i've heard people talk about it's like the left hand of god you know something horrible happens uh or you know they just wake up and there's a lot of people and I think some people, um, they're almost expectant that it's going to be the a thunderclap. And, uh, and it's like one day you wake up and you're like, you know what? I feel really good. Or, or, or this place my soul feels is there's, there's a contentedness there. Uh, there's a growth there. But it doesn't have to be something monumental. Uh, it's something little by little that, that fills in part of who I am. Imperfect, uh, but that there's a communication between your mind, your conscious mind, and your soul. Whether you want to go into and do something along the lines with channeling your guides. Because, let's face it, there, you know, for you to... I guess to trust is the best way I can think of to trust uh, in the channeling experience, especially if you're thinking I'm going to be channeling someone that's not me. There has to be a degree of trust. 
There has to be. There has to be. Otherwise, it's not going to work. But, in other words, I agree with him that channeling, if, if, and this is a big if, if it's right for you, is something that you need to work on yourself first before you ever go down that road, if you ever go down that road, because that's not the answer for everybody. And some people don't need it. Some people, there's an inner knowing. There's a feeling that they, um, there's a feeling that they get inside of them that, let's say, let's say they're going to make a decision on something, or they're not sure about something. And they pray about it. Or they consult, or meditate, whatever, whatever, whatever your thing is that you're like, you know, I need to figure this out. And I need to make a decision. And maybe I've done all the research, you know, if you want to look at it, research. I've looked at everything um, that I could, but I need to make a decision. And I don't want to make a mistake, but what do I do? And they go and they do introspection. They already went through that. And they have this this knowing that after a while, by the way, you get it, you get it, when you know this is the right this is the right thing. There's something in you that says, "Wow, you know, this is the right decision." I don't have I don't have a guarantee. If you want a guarantee, you never do anything. But I feel like this is the right decision, and you do it. And by the way, sometimes right decisions, sometimes things go sideways, and you think, "Boy." Talk about not the right decision, but you'd be surprised. Sometimes what appears to be, oh, what a mess up. That was horrible. Leads you down a path that does end up being the right thing. And the only way, the only way you were going to get there was making a decision you thought was good, which turned out to be bad and takes you down a path of experiences, meeting somebody, people, something that it's only sometimes, as a matter of fact, years later that you look back and you go, wow, you know what? If I would never have made that decision, which I thought was great at the time, and then it turned out that it sucked. If I hadn't done that, if I, or if I didn't have gone through that rough patch, I wouldn't have gotten, gotten to where I'm at now that I'm happy about. Sometimes that's the way it works, and sometimes no. Sometimes it's the right decision, and it flows. And you know, how can I say the 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 point the, the point from point A to point B is in a straight line, and sometimes it goes like this and detours around. And everybody's different. In other words, you gotta trust that where spirit takes you, where your soul takes you, where God takes you, where the divine, however you want to look at it is what maybe you need or what you're ready for at that moment and again the reason why i say this is i talk to people say oh man there's so many people there that they know like they know their purpose of life they know where they're going they know what they want they know how to get there and it's like "Mm, yeah maybe or maybe they're really good at pretending but stop doing that comparison thing stop doing that comparison thing because Everybody's on a different time schedule. And there's people sometimes that you see them zooming through and you're like, man, they know where they're going. And then you catch up with them a couple years later and they've hit a brick wall because 
life kind of does that to you sometimes. So everybody does the spurts and starts, lower, faster, depending on what's going on. So don't do the comparison uh, because everybody's on their own individual path. But anyway, guys, I hope you like this interview with David. I urge you to visit his website. Uh, he sounds like he's got some very interesting books and his blog. And um, again, I want to thank you all for being part of my audience. Please subscribe. Hit the like button wherever you find us. Don't forget, you can find any of my books on Amazon or links on my website, MarleneParter.com or MiamiGhostChronicles.com. Um, you know, again, uh, it's, it's interesting times that we live in. Very interesting times. Take care. If you love scratches from the Virginia Lottery, you'll love the high roller blackjack scratcher with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Look for it at your favorite Virginia Lottery retailer. In fact, you can drive there right now. Now that's an everyday win. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row. Proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network. Verizon. Best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined. Not specific to 5G networks.